and we are back with our uh, second episode uh, today. Uh, we should have a third one either sometime at some point today or uh, maybe tomorrow. But there will be three episodes this week that I can guarantee. We're sticking with the Far East, and I know I just uploaded a a um, an episode. China, so we're going to stick in that area and just go directly south, right across the border of the Eula River and go right to North Korea. And this one, this shouldn't be long um, ish, I should say. Uh, but this one, we're going to talk about the strategic culture of North Korea. Um, and it's just fascinating, though, because uh, the mystique. The only totalitarian, dynastic, communist state in the world is often at the epicenter of international news and tensions. Uh, the fascination of North Korea comes from the country being a paradise in the dreams of dictators and autocratic demagogues while being stuck in the 1940s and 50s. Understanding uh, North Korea's culture is similar to putting together a jigsaw puzzle, but with the usage of a particular guidance manual for totalitarianism, Tales and fiction that surround the godlike persona of the Kim dynasty that withers away, the reality of the desolate country surfaced. The strategic military thought of North Korea is enshrined into the strategic social culture and psychological trauma of the peninsula since the beginning of the 20th century. To further this point, the livelihood and legitimacy of the despotic ethno nationalistic monarchy that's wrapped in communistic slogans and Stalinist propaganda is solely dependent on the presence of an impending war of survival and attrition between North Korea and the United States and Japan. North Korea's prioritization of military development and transition of war doctrine from concentrating on solely conventional mass wave tactics to asymmetrical gray area warfare can be easily explained by the manufactured culture produced by Kim Il-sung after, after their independence from Japan in 1948. Totalitarian regimes, they thrive when the populace is pacified and the world to fight for freedom, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness is subdued. These regimes entrench themselves into the daily lives of the people via propaganda, intelligence agencies, military death squads, and the fear to produce a reality that the government and people are inseparable. Moreover, the destruction of the benevolent, quote unquote, benevolent state leads to a cataclysmic implosion of civil society. Italian totalitarian theorist Luigi Sturzo was exiled from Italy upon the success of Benito Mussolini gave four main indicators to determine the presence of totalitarianism within the country. The first one is extreme monopoly political power by the governing administration. Second is militarization of society for preparation against a declared scapegoat or external threat. The third is a state monopoly on education, the media, public information. And number four is state monopoly over economic activity to swell the power of the state. By simply evaluating those four indicators, it's clear without question that North Korea is a totalitarian regime that thrives off the brutal suppression of its own people and the continuation of a war with South Korea, along with military posture and provocations with Japan and the United States in order to survive. To pre 
preserve the psychological hysteria of perpetual warfare from before unification of the Korean Peninsula and the Kim Dynasty's Korean Workers' Party. The founder of North Korea, Kim Il-sung, manufactured a strategic culture based on theatrical tales, lore, and myths of the Kim family as a revolutionary Korean ethno-nationalist family fighting to unify all Korean people to be governed by the Kim dynasty and the Juche ideology, which is funny to me because by the, the Kim family was born in Siberia. This grandiose goal in combination with the memories of Japanese colonization and the fire bombings by the United States in the Korean War has produced what is known as the Democratic People's Republic of Korea, at least in the modern sense. According to a report entitled North Korea's Strategic Culture, written by Joseph Bermudez Jr. for the United States Defense, Treaty, uh, Defense Threat Reduction Agency on October 31, 2006, the overall strategic culture of North Korea is based on the following six bulletins, which can tie into Luigi Sturzo's four criteria for totalitarianism. So, according to Bermudez Jr., uh, the six key bulletins. One, the first is the survival of the Kim family and its influential power within North Korea. To a, the second is to eliminate all internal threats to the Kim family via the establishment of privileged and powerful military and political cadres that possess absolute allegiance to the Kim family. Three is the reunification of the Korean Peninsula. Four is the establishment and maintaining of an extensive armed forces apparatus to ensure the reunification of the Korean Peninsula. Five is the acquisition and production of weapons of mass destruction and ballistic missiles. And six is to deter the United States from getting involved in fulfilling the reunification of the Korean Peninsula via main, the maintaining of a large armed forces apparatus and the production of WMDs and ballistic missiles. This notion that the Kim family is the center of the revolution and therefore obliged to be worshipped as deities is a maximization of an intertwined ethical ruling between Confucianism and uh, Korean cultural uh, filial piety. By venerating the patriarch of the Kim family as the father of every Korean, the totalitarian nature of the North Korean government is able to ensure compliance, obedience, and undying love, loyalty, and admiration derived from an extreme psychosis uh, propagated by myths, lore, and tales of the foundations of North Korea and its goal of peninsula reunification. To drive the rhetoric of the Kim family representing the physical manifestation of filial piety, the state's monopoly on education for the promotion of the Juche ideology, and elimination of all sources of literature that provide dissenting opinion contradictions to the regime is essential. For North Koreans, Juche represents self-reliance, independence and self-sufficiency in politics, military, and economics. However, the truth of Juche is that it is in reference to the Korean fight for independence from the Japanese, who is considered the second enemy to the North Koreans behind the United States, while South Korea is considered to be a puppet of America. The domination of the education system and media is essential to regime sustainability. One of the main components to North Korean education is a severe mistrust of foreigners, primarily Japan and the United States. The distrust that is utilized towards legitimizing the revolutionary spirit of the necessity to worship and supplant the Kim dynasty as the saviors and unifiers of the Korean Peninsula refers to three significant moments. The first is the 1905 Treaty of Portsmouth and the 1918 Versailles Peace Conference, which both internationally confirmed Japan's occupation of the Korean Peninsula as legitimate and the Korean War with the participation of the United States.
United States. With the Juche ideology replacing Stalinist communism in North Korea after feeling betrayed by the Soviet Union brokering the Korean armistice, the vehement distrust of foreigners became an intricate component uh, to the formation of the North Korean strategic military thought and doctrine that continues to operate and maintain the totalitarian regime. This leads to the development of DPRK's militarization of society and prioritizing military strategic thought over all other matters of government responsibility to the North Korean people. North Korea effectively transformed from a communist totalitarian state to that of a Korean ethno-nationalist totalitarian regime wrapped in communistic propaganda. The continuation of the Kim dynasty rests on the purchasing of the allegiance of military officers and political cadres whilst actively preserving an atmosphere of impending war and destruction with Japan and the United States for the unification of the Korean Peninsula. Understanding this, we were able to to kind of put together that the North Korean regime solely depends on the sustaining of an induced psychosis and uh, hysteria of the continuation of the Korean War as a way to ensure full reliance on the on the Kim family, but more importantly to ensure complacency and obedience to the maintenance of political, economic, and social totalitarianism, uh, which is the only way to keep the rather desolate forms of governance um, surviving in an ever-changing uh, geopolitical international system. With that, I hope you are well. Much peace and love. Until next time.